Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Lee McConnell from Hospice Quinty. Today I'm going to talk to you about creating a caregiver respite plan. If you've ever flown on a plane, you may recall the oxygen mask demonstration and the instructions to put on your own mask first before attempting to assist other passengers. As a society, we're more likely to follow directions than to ask others for help. In 2018, Stats Canada reported that as many as one in four Canadians provide care for family members and friends who have a long-term condition or illness. Reports show that an average caregiver spends as few as one to four hours a week on caregiving duties or as many as 20 hours a week for intensive caregivers. That's as much as a part-time job and can be very emotionally taxing on the caregiver who is balancing multiple priorities. Caregivers who spend 20 hours or more a week caregiving are 54% more likely to report mental and physical stress, while only 19% of caregivers who provide 1-3 to hours of care per week do. The majority of caregivers feel that they need to take breaks from their caregiving duties, but less than half are able to do so. Failure to take breaks from caregiving can result in social isolation and poor health outcomes due to self-neglect. So who do you turn to for help? There are many resources available to assist caregivers, ranging from other family members, neighbors, faith-based organizations, home and community care, seniors organizations, as well as private pay home care and respite agencies. Don't be afraid to ask other family members to assist you in your caregiving task. Often, one family member is seen as the logical choice for providing most of the caregiving because they're seen as being more capable or they live with or close by the ailing family member. Other family members may be willing to help, but do not do so because no one has asked them to. A phone call to home and community care can connect the caregiver with government-funded personal support workers, nursing, and respite care in the home. During the needs assessment, other needs may be uncovered such as meals on wheels or transportation to and from medical appointments, which also provides relief from caregiving duties. Many of the healthcare agencies can provide additional staff for respite hours above and beyond what is government-funded for a fee. However, private pay caregiving staffing can be very costly, and many caregivers simply cannot afford the fees for a sustained period of time, if at all. For this reason, a caregiver may decide to leave their employment to fulfill their caregiving duties at end-of-life full-time. There are caregiver compassionate benefits which provide government assistance for up to 26 weeks if you are caring for a loved one at end of life. One of the little-known respite gems is the visiting volunteer service provided by your local hospice. Hospice visiting volunteers receive a minimum of 30 hours of training in end-of-life and palliative comfort care. The Hospice Quinty Visiting Volunteer Service provides free respite care for up to four hours a week. How very reassuring to know that your loved one is in the care of a trained volunteer while you go out and get the care you need for yourself. The important thing to remember is that it's okay to ask for help. Habits for Wellbeing states that the top five myths about asking for help include the idea that asking for help is a sign of weakness, I shouldn't have any challenges or need to ask for help, I'm burdening other people if I ask for help, people are too busy, I'm not worthy of help or support, and asking for help means that I'm incompetent. Asking for help may take a little practice or courage, but once you do, you'll find that others are willing to provide the help you're seeking but are just as afraid to ask if you need it. Remember to be compassionate with yourself rather than being judgmental and assuming that no one is willing to help. Despite the daunting statistics quoted at the start of this podcast, 61% of intensive caregivers report that the caregiving experience was positive, allowing them to give back to their loved one and providing them an increased sense in competence and life purpose. Remember to put on that oxygen mask and to take the breaths you need to ensure that your caregiving experience remains positive. Reach out to your local hospice if you have questions about how to develop your own caregiver respite plan. Help is just a phone call or click away. 
Hospice Quinty provides individuals, their families, and caregivers with compassionate end-of-life care by attending to their physical, psychosocial, and practical needs and offering empathetic care to those who are grieving through visiting hospice services and support groups. All Hospice Quinty programs and services are provided by compassionate, well-trained volunteers and staff at no charge to the individual or their family. We serve a population of over 110,000 in Quinney West, Belleville, Deserano, Tyndanaga Township, and the Tyndanaga Mohawk Territory. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.